الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على سيد المصطفى صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولوطا إذ قال لحومه أتأتون الفاحش كما سبقكم بها من أحد من العالمين إنكم لتأتون الرجال شهوة من دون النساء بل أنتم قوم مسرفون وما كان جواب قومه إلا أن قالوا أخرجوهم من قريتكم إنهم أناس يتطهرون فأنجيناه أهله إلا امرأته كانت من الغابرين وأمطرنا عليهم مطرا فانظر كيف كان عاقبة المجرمين وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن أخوف ما أخاف على أمتي عمل قوم لوت أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله صدق الله المولان العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected brothers, honorable elders, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We are going through this phase of the year in which the Western world terms as the Pride Month, the month of June. And I would like to speak on this specific month and what has led the world to come to this point. And some of the things that I say may be disturbing, may be sensitive and may be offensive, and I apologize for that. But there are certain things that we need to be exposed to, and there are certain truths that need to be revealed. This whole aspect of Pride Month and this word pride, it is something to consider, that the terminologies and the wordings that are used are not by chance, they are chosen specifically for specific purposes. When we you see the word pride and we see the word humility, then we go back to the beginnings of mankind, to the inception of Adam والسلام, and what had happened at that time when Adam والسلام, showed humility, when he ate what he was not supposed to eat, and when Shaitan and Iblis, who was not cursed at that time, but enjoyed an exalted position in the heavens amongst the angels, and when he was commanded to prostrate before Adam with all the other angels, and then he showed his arrogance to Allah. Even in these moments, where there was an error by Adam and there was disobedience by Iblis, even in this we see the tolerance, the justice and the clemency of Allah. Because how did Allah approach these errors from Adam السلام, and the disobedience of Iblis? Did he say, how dare you disobey me and defy my command? No, when he came to Adam السلام, he said, أَلَمْ أَنْهَكُمَا عَنْ تِلْكُمَ الشَّجَرَةِ وَأَقُلْ لَكُمَا إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ لَكُمَا عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ Allah did not condemn Adam. Allah gave him a chance to explain. He said, did I not forbid you from eating from this tree? 
And did I not tell you that shaitan is your open enemy? And what was Adam Islam's response? Rabbana walamna anfusana. Oh Allah, we have done wrong. We admit our weakness. And even when shaitan disobeyed, what did Allah say? He said, Ma mana'aka Allah tasjuda id amartuk. He didn't condemn him in, even though, if you had to put this in a worldly scenario, where you have a grand emperor, and he's in the midst of his entire congregation, or his entire audience, and everyone is in front of him, and one person decides to defy the king, it's almost an immediate execution order. But Allah says, مَا مَنَعَكَ أَلَّا تَسْجُدَ إِذْ أَمَرْتُكَ Why did you disobey me? مَا مَنَعَكَ What prevented you from making sajda when I instructed you to prostrate and to bow down? And what was his response? Iblis's response, أَنَا خَيْرٌ مِّنْ I am better than him. خَلَقْتَنِي مِنْ نَارِ وَخَلَقْتَهُ مِنْ طِينَ I am created from fire. He is created from sand. Aba وَاسْتَكْبَرْ He refused and he was arrogant, haughty. He had the element of pride in him. And what does the element of pride do to a person? It makes it impossible for you to make tawbah. It makes it impossible for you to repent. So this word of pride month is chosen because a person must celebrate his perversion, his deviancy. He must celebrate and be proud of his sin because then he will never make tawbah. In the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention in Surah An-Nas from the different things we seek protection from Allah tells us what to seek protection from in Surah An-Nas. مِنْ شَرْدِ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ Allah says, seek protection from the evil whisperings of the devil, from the evil whisperings of shaitan, الَّذِي يُوَسْوِسُ فِي صُدُورِ النَّاسِ who injects his poison into the hearts of mankind. مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ Allah says, this whispering, this whispering, this negative influences and corruption, it will come from the jinn, from the devil kind, from the demon kind, from that species, and it will come from mankind also. The Nabi of Allah وسلم, was once sitting with Abu Dhar radiallahu And he said, O oh Abu Dhar, Seek Allah's protection from the evil of the shayateen, the devils who will come from jinn and mankind. And Abu Dhar asked, O oh Allah's Nabi, are there devils from amongst mankind? And the Nabi of Allah وسلم, said, Yes, there are devils from mankind. وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَا لِكُلِّ نَبِيٍّ عَدُوًا شَيَاطِينَ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنسِ Allah says, Every Nabi as he had supporters, he also had enemies. And his enemies were devils from the jinn and from mankind. 
And I want to expose you to four devils from humankind. Maybe you'll have not heard this before. Four devils from humanity that have led us to this situation that we are in today, that we are experiencing such a phenomenon that is called Pride Month. The first person is a person named Alfred Kinsey. He is the founder of the Kinsey Institute in America. This institute's only objective is to research sexual behavior. He is in the early 1900s. And he was a pedophile who experimented on children, sexual experiments on children from the age of five months. In his book that he has written on sexual behavior of males, he details in a chart the sexual experiences of babies five months, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, the whole spectrum. This person, this deviant, what he did in his research, and by the way, he is a Harvard graduate, Harvard graduate from the highest institution of knowledge of education in America. What he did, he went to prison and he interviewed sex offenders, rapists, pedophiles. He collected statistical data from them and he published his research as though this was the way that all Americans behaved. He took the deviant behaviors of these people and he made it such that as though this was the way the normal human behaved. His philosophy in life was that happiness was to indulge yourself in any sexual act that you wanted. And that every human is inherently a sexual being, even children and infants. Who is this man today? On his work, the curriculum of sex education in the world is founded on his work, this devil from amongst humanity, on his work. Then we have another devil. His name was John Mooney. John Mooney is in the early, 19, in the mid-1900s. What was his contribution to this devilish acts that we see today? The concept of trans transgenderism and gender, gender fluidity. That gender, meaning male and female, this is not an inherent thing. It's not created in you instinctively. It's a social construct. It is something man-made. So if a person wants to change from male to female and from female to male, there's no issue with that. Because this concept of male and female is not inherent within us, it's a social construct. Society has made it this way. And how did he prove his case? What did he do? So while he was, you know, busy with all, and he also is a Harvard graduate, also a Harvard graduate. 
So while he was busy with all the different works that he was done in academia and all his different gender studies, it so happened that he came across two twin boys, babies from the infant age. Now these two twins, they had some issue with the way that they used to urinate. There was some difficulty in their urination. So the doctors at that time advised circumcision. So one child was circumcised, but unfortunately that circumcision was botched. They used a certain machine that was supposed to cauterize and burn off the foreskin. But it ended up damaging this person's male organ to an extent that it was unusable. So when they went to the doctors to see what they should do, the doctors never have any answer. And this person, John Mooney, was already speaking on this issue on national television. And these parents happened to see one of his interviews, so they, con they contacted this man. So when they came to this man, they made the appointment and they came and they brought the two young children. So he convinced them that what you need to do is you need to completely remove this child whose male organ has been damaged. You need to completely remove it and instead put for him female genitalia and bring him up as though he's a female. Don't ever mention that he's male. The parents didn't know any better. And they followed this. And throughout this child's life, it was one difficulty after another. Because within him, he had the characteristics of a male. And he wanted to play with male toys. And he wanted to do male things. But his parents always prevented him saying, you are not a male, you are a female, you need to behave like a female. And throughout their upbringing, they would go to Mr. John Mooney for continuous evaluations, continuous appointments. And later these twins revealed the extent of this man's perversion, he would make them perform as young children sexual acts upon each other. Today, this man is credited with gender fluidity in the world. He published at that time many research papers in which he stated how successful this program was going. How this child that is being brought up as a female, he is displaying exact characteristics of a female. He lied completely throughout his research for decades. For over 20 years he lied and the scientific world lapped it up. The media lapped it up because it was the time of feminism in the 60s and there was an urge to show that males and females are the same. And there is no difference between us and any difference is a social construct. It was only later that it was revealed by that same boy who later learned that I am not a female, I am a boy, I am a male. And when he was interviewed 
on national television, he spoke out against the trauma that he was put through to out. And what was the end result of those two boys? When they grew up as adults, they could not live a balanced life. One killed himself by overdose, and the other was made to believe is a female committed suicide. It was a complete failure of an of a research of an operation, but this same research was taken by the media and propagated to make it believe that there is no such thing as a difference between male and female, it's only a gender social construct. If you want to be a female, as a male, you can change over, and if you want to change the other way, then it's fine. This is where the concept of gender fluidity comes from. And then we come to the first two letters, L and G, in the LGBT alphabet. And this concept that people have been born gay, that people are made that way, that they don't have any choice in this matter. This is another two devils. One by the name of Marshall Kirk, and the other by Hunter Madsen. And so ironic that these two also are Harvard University graduates. Harvard University considered one of the best universities on the face of the earth. It is no doubt that Shaitan's army is using the best and the brightest of the academia. Because perhaps no movement has given Iblis and Shaitan more joy than the LGBT movement. How it has corrupted this entire world. And it is a sad reality that we used to hear in the past, and I hope it's not that way any longer. That when the child was bright and he was intelligent and he was exceeding, they would say, send him to the university. And the child was not bright and he was struggling, they would say, send him to the madrasa to become alim. This is how we treated our deen. For shaitan, he uses his best and brightest fast for our deen, we give the poorest. Allah not make it that way anymore. Nonetheless, this is, this whole debate is raging in America in the 1980s. The debate about what? About sodomy. It was not about homosexuality. That had not yet come in the picture. It was about sodomy. A person committing, a male committing a sexual act with another male. This is what it was about. And at that time, in many states, it was illegal in America. It was illegal. And there was a massive court case that went to Supreme Court whether it was justified for states to declare sodomy as illegal. This is the background in which the born gay hoax has developed. So at that time, the Supreme Court upheld the right of individual states to criminalize, criminalize and declare illegal the practice of sodomy. Now these two individuals, Hunter Madsen and Marshall Kirk, in 1985, they had started writing a blueprint called the Gay Agenda. 
And in this agenda, they pen down that it is of strategic importance that we change the nature of the debate away from sodomy to homosexuality and that we create a false identity called gay so that it will become acceptable to the American public. So they did this in 1985. But at that time, those who were involved in this practice they were not interested in this idea. Because they said, we want people to respect us as we wish to behave. They believed it was their constitutional right to behave in that manner. But after this Supreme Court judgment in 1986, they said we have to change tactics. And the only way to change that tactic is to declare that people who do this are part of a minority group. They are born this way, they have no control over their circumstances. So when they lost this court case, the entirety of the pro-sodomy movement in America got behind this idea of the gay agenda. And they wrote different blueprints called Overhauling State America. And different blueprints. And this was accepted, passed. And what did they say? They said, our greatest ally, our greatest ally in this movement is Hollywood. Everything that we have and we are facing is based on pseudoscience. It's based on a lie. The gay agenda is based on a lie. People are not born that way. Allah says, I've made you clean and pure and innocent with natural inclinations, not with deviated inclinations. The entirety of trans transgenderism is based on a lie. The sex education in our schools is based on the work of a pedophile and a pervert. But there are agendas to be pushed. This is what we must realize. There are agendas to be pushed. So the media will rally behind these untruths under the facade of science, pseudosciences, and they will push these agendas. What was the agenda pushed for Afghanistan? That 9-11, the towers that came down in symmetrical fall, that can only happen through demolition. And another building, World Tower 7, the Tower 7 that crashed with no building hitting it. And there are thousands of engineers that said it is impossible, but still they propagate the lie. The lie of Iraq, of weapons of mass destruction, nothing was found, whole country destroyed. Libya, whole country destroyed. Recently we had the COVID vaccine episode. And when this COVID vaccine was propagated and was given to the world that this is your solution, what was it said? All the headlines 100% effective. Then it changed 99% effective. Then he changed 98% effective. Then 90. 
then 85, then 80, then 70, then 60, then 40, then 30. Then they said you need another booster. And then they said you need another booster. And then when children were dying from the vaccines, then they finally recalled it. Who is responsible for this? Anyone? No, no one is responsible. Why? Because we are still sleeping. We are not awake to the realities. And this LGBT movement, someone wrote to us and asked, why the fuss now over this boycott of Woolworths? Why is there so much noise being made? This is about kuffar lifestyle. Why are we worried about it? It's not about kuffar lifestyle. This affects every single one of us, whether you are Muslim or non-Muslim. This perversion is ex- is affecting the entirety of the world. And one of the main points in the gay agenda is how to attack religion. Because there is a pull of religion, of religious authority, how to break that pull. In breaking that pull on Christianity, it is so successful that even the Pope has declared that all these acts are fine and above board. Thrown the Bible and the scripture behind his back, of two thousand years of Christian theology and said this is acceptable. And how is this attack against Muslims? I will end on this. I just want to read to you something to understand how the attack is against Muslims. This is a summary of a book written by a queer Muslim in inverted commas. And she says, and she writes in this summary, When 14-year-old Lamia realizes she has a crush on her teacher, her female teacher, she covers up her attraction, an attraction she can't yet name, carries on a bit. But one day in Quran class, she reads a passage about Maryam that changes everything. When Maryam learned that she was pregnant, she insisted no man had touched her. Could Maryam, uninterested in men, be like Lamia? From that moment, Lamia makes sense of her struggles and triumphs by comparing her experiences with some of the most famous stories in the Quran. How to justify your homosexual behavior from Quran? She juxtaposes her coming out with Musa liberating his people from the Pharaoh. Asks if Allah, who is neither female nor male, might instead be non-binary. And drawing on the faith and hope Nuh needed to construct his ark, begins to build her own life, ultimately finding that the answer to her lifelong quest for community and belonging lies in owning her identity as a queer, devout Muslim immigrant. This is what is happening. This is the literature. This is the education that is out. We must know that we have to take a stand on this matter. If good moral people do not take a stand in this matter, then we will end up like the Western countries have ended up today, where you can't even answer, or people there can't even answer a question of what is a woman. 
They are scared to define this. When children are snatched from their parents because the counselor at school has decided that this child must not be a male, the child is rather a female. That child is abducted from the home of the parents, snatched by the government and forced to go under gender mutilation. May Allah Ta'ala save us, may Allah Ta'ala protect us, may Allah Ta'ala save us from the evils of this Pride Month, the LGBT movement, and Allah Ta'ala make it such that we are ready to face this onslaught and that we will fight for our rights, our protection against government, against media, and against all the negative influences that are out there. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhri ta'awana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alhamdulillahi